What's up, everybody? It's Chad with the Chad Show. I'm sitting right across from my sexy, longtime friend, Chris Dolson. What up, dog? What's up, man? How's it going? Dude, it's going pretty fucking good. I just had me uh, some CBD joints. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm all about that CBD. <laughs> and I'm feeling tight and right and safe. ready for the you, night. You feeling safe? I'm feeling real safe real right safe, now. Yeah. Yeah. I do safe. have all the doors locked. So, um, But, yeah, I just wanted to have you over because... Uh, I want to talk about Dozier Street. Dude. Oh, Dozier Street. Because I think if... You know what? First, let's back up a little bit. Let's talk about how we met. Do you remember the first time we met? I met you at that... Uh, it was like a bonfire that Danny was having with that uh, little Christian, Christian group, outreach yeah. group, that uh, Chapter 13. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I met you. You were listening to, I think, your own music in the van. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> I still do that. Yeah, yeah. And I met you there, and we were talking about punk rock, and then... Mm. You told me about X-ray Vision, or actually, it was two thirteen at the time, still yeah. playing all that, uh, all the pop punk stuff before yep. before Alan joined. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to say you were the very first uh, guitarist for X-ray, aside from yourself. Yeah, besides myself, yeah, yeah, you were the first. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you ended up playing with us for, damn, how many years was it? Was it five years? Five or six years at least. Yeah. What's your fondest uh, X-ray Vision memory? Man, the time I quit. <laughs> <laughs> that was man. That was a fun show, man. That was, when we played with Blitz Kid. That was a pretty good. Oh, that was a good run. That, that was a good. That that was a good ending. You know. Yeah, Only we had some fun ass times on the road, dude. Or I, I remember it to be a lot of fun. Man, I just remember just getting drunk and disappearing a lot. Yep. Whenever we went to New Orleans, I usually vanished for a while. Yeah, dude, I, I love playing New Orleans. Remember we uh. Remember when we played with the goddamn Gallows mm-hmm. during Mardi awesome. Gras? That was so such a killer show. And man, so I was drinking that shit called gasoline uh-huh. out of that squatter's uh, leather vest. Yeah. He, like, he opened it up and he pulled a two-liter out and he's like, this shit's called gasoline, That's dude. That's never a good thing. <laughs> I took a few swigs of that and like, and I, uh, I remember waking up in the van <laughs> in, uh, in Art's driveway uh-huh. and everybody was inside sleeping. Like I had just And like apparently everybody had almost died that night. Like... It was like almost a wreck, and it was raining real hard and shit, and I was just gone the whole just time. Out, it was dude. ridiculous. That was a good time, dude. A lot yeah. of fucking good times in Mississippi. All the way, all the way up until I uh, don't remember it anymore. It was a really fun time, yeah. and that was a good show. It was real good. During this time frame, uh, me, Chris, and Alan uh, took out a lease on a house on <laughs> Dozier Street. Dozier Street. Dozier Street in Columbus, Georgia. Um, and, dude, we had some parties there that, that if we retold the real story, no one would fucking believe us, dude. Alan done some crazy shit there, dude. Like, I've seen him, like, snort a line of grits off a girl's asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, remember, I remember that night. That dude, was all kind of crazy shit, bro. Man. How, how we came out of that, like, uh, unscarred. Like, because after, after they were raided by the cops, like, I thought that was going to come back on us at some point. I was just waiting for that letter in the mail. Yeah, yeah, I'm or surprised. Or sheriff to roll ever. up. I'm surprised nothing ever happened with that past them just kicking us out, you know, like from from just that that point forward, like we never really heard about it again. Yeah, we had a two bedroom house, and we had about ten <laughs> motherfuckers living there. We turned the damn washer dryer room that was a closet in like a four bedroom apartment, dude. Yeah, we didn't have a washer and dryer. We had somebody sleeping in the ca- like on a couch in the kitchen for a while too. Like, yeah. And then I, ha- I had my room because I paid rent. You had a room because you um, paid rent, and everybody else just kind of yeah, however they did hung, it. hung out there as they pleased. Yeah, um, but dude, some of the fucking parties. Oh, we started this thing too called the Dozer Street Boot Gang. <laughs> we got to talk about Dozer Street Boot Gang. So it was just as a joke amongst friends because at this time we're all drinking heavily. 
This was right when Keystone came out with the 30 pack. Yeah, the 30 packs. It was just, the first company to do it the 30 like 12 pack. bucks, man. And, like, bro, we would stay going up there. <laughs> Dude, there was a point, because I've never been a heavy drinker, but there was a point when we were drinking there, I probably could drink 15 beers. Oh, easy. And, like, now looking back, dude, if I drank 15 beers, I'd have a headache for, like, four days. Yeah, like, and throw I, I couldn't I couldn't fathom that, man. I don't. I quit drinking years ago. Like, I just I smoked CBD. CBD, <laughs> baby. Legal in all states. Uh, yeah. But dudes, our fucking uh, what it was crazy come to our house and like we'd run out of dishes, right? <laughs> and there would be motherfuckers eating cereal off of like a, a fucking plate yeah, with like, a damn fork, <laughs> or like a frisbee or some shit. <laughs> we had fucking roaches bad because we left all the food out. Man, that place was so gross, dude. Like every every night, like I'd feel something run up my leg and do that little like kind of throw the cover up and kick back <laughs> to hope you slung whatever insect it was off of you. Oh man, that was. I remember We've when come we moved, a long way, man. I remember when we moved in too. We had like little. Uh, I don't know if you were part of this, but I think you were. Our names were on like a door frame, and we had this game we were gonna play. Like you got tally marks based on who you sleep with, and then if you got like a single mom, then you got like a double. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I was part of that. Okay, game. you weren't part of it anyway. Uh, Alan had nothing well, but I had, numbers. I, I had a girlfriend pretty much this whole time, yeah. so like I wasn't really like the a philandering type. Yeah. Alan had a bunch of numbers, and then everybody else was like, one little tally mark, dude. <laughs> he was, like, running through tail, like, daily, bro. You could bring a girl over, like, that you're interested in and go down to the uh, Clearwater <laughs> Barbecue and get a sandwich and come back, and Alan be doggy style on her, dude. <laughs> Didn't even give you a chance. It was like dog eat dog. Man, I remember one night I was drinking wild turkey with Alan at that house over on Beacon. Uh-huh. And he had, like some girl over well i got like just wasted off a of wild turkey and uh-huh. i passed out and, like he took this chick to his room it was right across the hall uh-huh. and i woke up in the middle of the night just like still crazy drunk trying to take a piss behind us walking into alan's room and he was in there with that chick and he was whipping her with a phone charger uh-huh. while she wore a gas mask on top of that coffin and i was walking into his closet <laughs> thinking it was the bathroom i was about uh-huh. to piss in his closet and he, was, he was like, hey, he's, like <laughs> he's like hey dog this ain't the bathroom he's like bathrooms in the hallway and i was like oh shit all right sorry and he's like it's all good close the door <laughs> dude alan was such a cool motherfucker dude he was wild man i'm gonna do like uh in the next month or two i'm gonna do like a three or four part maybe five part series just talking about alan and kind of how we met and shit because that's a huge part of my life yeah. and a lot of shit a lot of people i know mm-hmm. you and everybody else he was just one of those dudes that uh everybody wanted to be a be uh his friend yeah you know? he had that he was funny uh, I thought I was a funny dude. And then he started coming around. And I just, you know, like he started getting self conscious. Dude, but like, I tell you what, that Alan did do for me. He made me real sharp on my comebacks. Dude, he he sharpened he thing, sharpened man. my tools when it came to comebacks. Because now, dude, someone can spit something out, and I've already turned that shit around on three times. You know, yeah, their head spins. Man, you you had to be able to keep up with him. You man. had to, and he, dude, and he would come up with jokes I fucking never heard that were like fucking funny. The first, the funniest pickup line I ever heard him say was the girl I'd walk over a mile of broken glass to hear you fart through a walkie talkie. <laughs> and dude, I thought that shit was so funny. And also he did this thing like if somebody would rip ass, he'd be like, it's gonna itch when it dries. <laughs> <laughs> and dude, I just, he always just had this like new content, dude. Like mm. if he was around today, I think about this all the time and because obviously I would have took him on whatever path I was on. Yeah. He'd probably be living with Mike Busey, have his own reality show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but he was like he was before his time, not only musically but also um, just in general. Yeah, I mean he he definitely lived he lived fast, man. Like, mm-hmm. 
Was, if he had ten dollars, he was spending twenty of it. Yeah, like it was. And dude, he he would uh, amazing. him. I remember when him and Zach Dees figured out how they could get drunk daily for six dollars a day. Like they they budgeted <laughs> their paycheck based on getting wasted. And they would go buy, like, the cheapest bottle of vodka, dude, and just fucking chug it, bro. Remember when they were got real big into riding bicycles, bro? Oh, yeah. Out of nowhere, they started showing up with their skin-tight, like, fucking spandex. The little, little unitard, yeah, the little flipped-up hats yeah, in the front. Yeah, where it shows your balls and dick, yeah. you know, they're just riding real fast. It's like, what in the fuck is going on? Yeah, they got really into fixing and their bikes. Zach would literally be fucking driving, sweating, have a sports bottle, and have vodka in it, bro. <laughs> what? Yes. Yeah, I remember he would. Uh, he went back and forth on the, uh, on the drinking thing. Yeah, yeah, he did. Well, it's, you know, talking about Zach, which is uh, he was the drummer in X Ray and also Two Thirteen, good friend for a long time. <laughs> the Tower he, of Power. Tower of Power. He's six foot six. Uh, played. He's always the best like, looking guy in the band. Always you know, played all the drums faster yeah. than anybody dude, I've ever seen. He was incredible. He's incredible. Such a good hearted dude. Such an honest dude. Uh, having him in my life made me want to be like that, you know, because mm-hmm. I wasn't always like that. You know, I was a scumbag for a long, long time. But uh, he's one of those people, Zach Dees. Um, I don't even remember where we're going with that story. That, that CBD got me, baby. Yeah, dude, the CBD. I'm feeling <laughs> So if this makes mellow. some sense, uh, I really want to talk about the fucking uh, getting evicted at gunpoint. Yes. We've got to yes, talk about the, that. The famed uh, Dozer yes. Street eviction. So, yes. And uh, so we're having these parties. We had the Dozer Street boot gang, which is a group of friends taking something not serious, but people started taking it seriously. People started hitting us up from different <laughs> places wanting to join this gang this, that really this, didn't It was exist. a drinking gang, really. And it, was, it really it was for our entertainment. We'd make someone drink like three beers right off the rip and then spin on a football uh, bat and then run down a hill where they're going to fall and land in concrete. It was just for our own entertainment. Oh, yeah, yeah, the boot run. So we would have I those kind of parties. The uh, there was one time a sword fight outside, and someone got cut, and they wrote red rum and blood yeah, across and the, the door. Yeah, the cops showed up. The cops showed up to serve the eviction notice. And they saw that. So before that, we had made a post because we were getting evicted. Because we, we, I think our rent was $400 a month. We had eight people living there. We still couldn't pay rent because we drank too much beer. Or were we getting it? Like, do we, yeah, we, we knew that. We knew the dude. Yeah, we knew we were getting evicted. We got the eviction notice. Yes. But they came to serve that eviction. There was red rum, like murder backwards on the wall. Yeah, there was like, yeah, on the, on the door. So they decided to go, and then also we had posted a flyer said eviction show, yeah. thrill of a gunfight. Yeah, and they took that like as we were. were they took that as we were like saying, "Come to the house, we're going out in blazing glory." Yeah, like shooting we're going to shoot the place up. Yeah, we're shooting everything. But at the time, like it, one of the dudes in the band, his dad was like on one the of the main of the, detective. Yeah, things. like like a, yeah. a big wig in the police force. That so always helped like, us out too. Yeah, it did. Anytime some trouble happened, Lance Wisham be like, "You know my dad. <laughs> <laughs> my dad's Gary Wisham." Um, but it got us out of some shit, though, for sure. So that was a nice uh, little thing to have. Um, so we had played this show the night before the eviction. Uh, Alan would uh, take, like, makeup and shit and just smear it on his face. To, like, he just looked crazy when he played. Yeah. Make his hair all crazy. Uh, you know, he'd be covered in, like, a combination of fake and real blood. Mm-hmm. So he yep. went back. Alan always slept naked. Everybody that knew Alan knows he sleeps naked. Yep. So he went would go back to the house, just fall on the bed naked, go to sleep. Well, the, that day, Lance was going to see his kids, and he had a box of old porno mags. <laughs> and he's like, hey, man, can I leave this in your, at your, on your, uh, in your room, Alan? And Alan's like, just take the box and throw, the, throw them out on my bed. So Lance went there and threw all the magazines on his bed. So I'm just trying to paint the picture. <laughs> yeah. Cops come in. They got to lay out of the house, like, full tactical gear, guns drawn, lasers out. 
They go in there to Alan, and okay, Alan's laying on a bunch of porno mags with <laughs> mascara <laughs> and fake and real blood all over him. And he had a sheet over him, and they were yeah. like, uh, they were like, stand up. He's like, but I'm, and they're like, get the fuck up. So he stands up, just dick out and everything, you know. <laughs> Um, my brother was the one that opened the door. They came in, boom, 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 opened the door. They all came in. They all had us out. We were like on our knees. We were on our knees. Well, they had us laying down on our stomachs in the yard. Yes. Like, um, they had everybody laying down while they got everybody out of the house. Mm. And then once they got everybody out of the house, like I guess counted heads, and then they got everybody up. Yeah. Um, and they started like, you know, asking us like the typical question, name, mm. you know, who – you know who actually lives here, shit like that. You know, and what was funny is they they started coming out with because you were collecting medieval props. Well, yeah, I'd gone to Ren Fair that one yeah. year. I just spent like a grip on like medieval looking swords, and, and shit. they started bringing out like evidence bags, like <laughs> like it was murder weapons. Shit, you know? There like, was one; it was like a Wolverine's claw. Yeah, it was. It's called the Tiger Claw. <laughs> yeah. I still got that thing somewhere. It's oh, like in a box at my house, and I had that awesome. on the wall. That was like uh, part of my security system. And like fucking pirate swords. Yeah, they took all that shit. They took all that shit. I got my I got my my tiger claw back. Dang. But yeah. They took all that shit. Then they fucking made us all leave and then they took all our shit to the street and then all the we were in a bad neighborhood. Yeah. Um, which worked to our benefit because we'd have punk rock shows on a Tuesday night at four in the morning, you know. Nobody would say anything. (laughs) And the houses are right on top of each other, dude. So that kind of benefited us being in a bad neighborhood. But they came in that bitch, pulled us all out, uh, made us leave. The neighbor stole all of our shit. Yeah, like they took my phone. Like I'd forgotten my phone. And I, yeah, it was I, in my dresser. Yeah. Like I went back, and my phone was gone. Because they told us, they said you go. They'd originally told us that we couldn't go back in the house at all. Mm-hmm. But then we convinced them to let it go back, let us go back in and grab a few things. And just in the hurry, like I forgot my phone mm-hmm. in my dresser. And uh, while I was gone, because uh, my friend Matt had come pick me up, mm-hmm. and uh, while we were going to get his van to come back and get our stuff, our shit got rifled. Through, yeah. You know? Um, yeah, dude, we had guitars, gear, yeah, fucking... Yeah, like, uh, I had a fucking... There was, like, a drum set in there, like... Dude, that was that was a turning point. I don't know about you, that was a turning point in my life, for sure, where I started, like, kind of saying, okay, I gotta stop living like this, you know? Well, I did it... I, I lived like that for a few more years, yeah. you know? Like, I... I started I started partying a little bit too hard for a couple... Yeah. Of, for a few years of my life, you know? But then, uh, basically, like... Pretty much everything started turning around when I met Nikki, my wife. Yeah. Um, yeah. Same I started. Way. I started wanting to do better. Yeah. You know, and yeah, I started I taking like my too, job yeah. more seriously. You know, like mm. I was kind of like a young tattooer when I met her. And, yeah. You know, I was like gave you partying and shit, but then like you know I met her and stuff, and she's like she's pretty hot, so yeah. you know, I had to kind of work hard to keep her around. You know. Yeah, dude. So I was like, well, shit, better get, better start uh, tightening up. Yeah, I gotta know? get so, my money game straight. So yeah, my fa- facial game ain't straight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> same thing here, dude. I met Chelsea, and I want to do the same thing. I, like, I know I'm ugly as hell, and I got to hold this one around for a while. So got to do what you can. Got to get my wallet thicker. Yep. Thicker than a snicker, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I do my, get my wiener ain't getting no thicker. <laughs> yeah, no. no, it stopped growing, dude. I can barely see it anymore, dude. I stopped growing probably around like second, third yeah. grade. I can't see my feet at all now when I'm in the shower naked. Really, man, you look good though, man. You look like you lost some weight. Well, dude, you're lying, but I appreciate that. I'm not lying, though, um, man. I'm for real. But like, literally, I'll get in the shower and I look over and I can't see my fucking feet at all. I man. only see like the first three inches of my cock. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I had to throw one in there. I probably learned that from Alan. Um, yeah, but dude, after that, that was like, okay, I got to get my shit together. I started working because um, I was like newly a dad too. And I was, you know, like I was real scared of being a dad. I went, mm. I was a shitty dad for years. Um, but uh, that after that, that was when I kind of started changing. I started becoming a better dad, be more involved. Mm-hmm. You know? 
Yeah, absolutely. Dude, so many fucking crazy stories. That place uh, that you wouldn't believe. We, like, literally, we had punk rock shows, 3 in the morning. Yeah. There was holes in the wall for mosh pits. Yeah, um, covered up with, po- like, posters and yeah. shit. Like, all haphazardly stuck to the wall. Dude, beer cans everywhere. Oh, when the cops showed up, too, we had two dogs in the backyard, Leonard and Skinner. Do you yeah. remember that? Mm-hmm. And, uh, dude, it was like... We didn't know what the fuck was going on. I was uh, I was thinking in my mind, worst case scenario, I'm going to jail. My life's over, you know. Yeah. And uh, then I remember the cop going, "Oh, we got a dead dog," and I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I was like, "How how bad can our luck be?" The dog was fucking eating out of our hands the night before. Yeah, because we only had those those dogs were only there for like a what a couple days. Well, that parvo had hit. Remember, we found out somebody oh, found out that another dog in, in another yard died. Yeah, I didn't remember if it was parvo. Yeah. Right? Remember the story ended up was it on Bob and Cherry. It did. Yeah. It did. Yeah, so I, if you want guys want to check that out, um, that's on, matter of fact, on YouTube. What is yeah, it just titled? Like Dozier Chad Street. Chad talks about Dozier Street, I think. Chad Darkweight, D-A-R-K-W-A-I-T, talks about Dozier Street, D-O-Z-I-E-R. There's a whole, it was on like a national thing. And what was crazy is I told the story, and then the landlord called in. Yeah, the landlord called in to like refute some of the claims. I know, and, and, he, and they were like on my side, like, yep, he already said that. It was like, you know. But, yeah, they were like, trying to say like the house had a basement. Then they said the house had a basement. This uh-huh. house did not have a basement. Yeah, it didn't have a basement. It looked like a basement. That bitch. I mean, it was. It was the a, whole house looked like a basement. It was slumlord shit, dude. Well, yeah, it's like four hundred bucks a month. And, and the guy we were renting like, from, it's like a meth head. The guy we were renting from was hooking up with that one chick that would come around all the time. Anyway, the one that who uh, Alan dug up her dead dog out of the yard with a fucking pirate sword. Oh man, I remember that. Yeah, he she found out that she had no. He used the dog. barbecue grill lid as a yes. shovel and then stabbed the dog's corpse out of the ground and like <laughs> held it triumphantly in the air and it smelled so bad we made him made him take it down to the uh, barbecue place yeah and throw it in their dumpster because it smelled so bad i that remember we that walk dude. Outside. that's a crazy story that is probably the most craziest of the whole time and i forgot about that yeah the fucking dead dog story. that's how many crazy things happen like couches get caught on fire like we had no grass from people partying <laughs> oh one yeah. funny thing the cop said uh, when all this happened, is that they were already getting reports from local bars about people leaving the bar to go to party at our house. Oh yeah, yeah. They yeah. Had heard something about like they were like they losing, like our bars were reporting us because we didn't lose a business because they were partying in our front yard, bro. Well, what was it? The first first month we were there, we ended up filling up two of the yard uh, trash cans, like the outside trash cans, uh-huh. full of uh, crushed beer cans. Yeah, because. So one of our friends took it to the uh, like the scrapyard. Get money to get more beer. Yeah, and we spent it on beer money. Uh-huh. Thirty stones, man. Thirty stones, Keystone. If you guys ain't never tried it, and you and you work, if you're that drinker on the budget, dude, <laughs> Keystone will get you by, baby. Dude, it is extra budget. Yeah, it's extra budget. It, it don't was, go down too good. No, it's like what was it like thirty five cents a beer? Or some yeah. Shit? Like, after you the drink cans a couple, worth more than the beer inside uh-huh. of it. After you drink a couple, it don't even fucking matter. It's just like bottled water. You're not gonna taste it anyway. But dude. It's fucking about that time, bro. I, I'm, you know what? The great thing is I feel like me and you are like those two success stories. Because yeah. we, we were living in the fucking gutter and living in shit neighborhoods and had nothing. You know, now you own a tattoo shop. You're doing your thing. Mm-hmm. Got and, a family. Uh, got a family and kids. Same here. Two so. running vehicles with air conditioning. Yeah. You know what? I bet people would have bet against us. I probably would have bet against myself back then. Yeah. I mean, I've like I'd. I'd heard things back in the day, you know, that, you know, like negative things about that I, you know, come back about myself and yeah. shit and like people's perception of me and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. I definitely didn't want that to be like my forever, you mm-hmm. know, perspective. You know, like I wanted, I definitely wanted to do better, you know, yeah. like hustle harder and stuff. And then once I had kids, when it became like a necessity, I was yeah. like, all right, here we go. Might as well, know? if you're going to do it, do it all the way. 
totally worth it. And man. paid off, dude. Here yeah. we are, dude. I can't wait to, right. five years from now when this show is fucking super famous and I can bring Chris back on and we can talk about how we're about our mansions and yachts and Ooh. summer homes. Ooh. I, I'd like to have a, I want a winter home. Like everybody has uh-huh. summer homes. Like, you know, like I wanna, a snow home. Yeah, snow. I want to have like a place that I can go like skiing and snowboarding. Dude, and I've always, have you ever snowboarded? I have never snowboarded. I never have either, but I always have wanted to snowboard. It looks super fun. I feel like I could do it because I can skateboard all right, you know? I feel yeah, like, like I I've got the it. balance on a skateboard, yeah. and I mean, I don't know if that's enough, but yeah. I feel like it's not like a pickup. I'm not going to be going in like shredding Red Bull style, you know? Yeah. But well, when, can, you, when you get the house, dude, let me come snowboard, bro. Yeah, absolutely. And then I'll have my summer home in Florida and we'll go surfing, dude. Dude, I'm down. Surfing. I've never been surfing either, man. I know, dude only ever ridden a board on land you know i feel like, like surfing is going to be harder than snowboarding it, it looks fat. a lot harder dude <laughs> yeah. just just overall looks yeah. way harder my luck the first time i go surfing i'll get ate by like a great white dude maybe not eaten but you're gonna lose like a major limb <laughs> yeah yeah you know like your leg up to your side my dick as long as they don't bite my dick off <laughs> just nibble the ball yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'll lose i'll lose a testicle but i don't want the you can get like a prosthetic one man oh yeah a oh. prosthetic dick not like a, like a, a testicle. testicle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure, dude. Give like, like a ball on. You it. remember that that whole rumor that you hear growing up about you can go sell a testicle in Texas and get fifty thousand yeah. dollars. <laughs> Has anybody ever sold a testicle in Texas for fifty thousand? Let would, us know. I, I would like to know. I would still do that right now. Yeah, I would consider it. Uh, but you know what? I don't want any more kids. Can you take both? As long as I can still get you can get my thing on. Yeah, yeah. As long as you like, just like replace them with like yeah, you some, know, some, some aftermarkets. You yeah. Know? Like some diamond ones. Dude, that'd be tight. So like diamond, diamond, diamond balls. balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's, what's, that's the next generation of like rappers. That's how they're going to flex. Just like diamond, diamond dicks, diamond balls. Dude, just having their dick dipped in like hot glue <laughs> and diamonds. <laughs> Put a straw in the pee hole so you can still pee. <laughs> Yo, check this shit out. And then the guy's busting a sag right to where the dick <laughs> stops. Just flop right over the yeah, top. Yeah, and that'd be the new style, dude. People just walking. No more chains. Everything's focused on the dangling, dude. <laughs> oh shit! I hope I'm not around to see that. Hell yeah! Oh shit! I'll check it out. There's nothing I won't look at twice, <laughs> at least twice. <laughs> but all right, man, that's been a wrap, son. Dude, thanks for coming by, man. Yeah, thanks for Hanging having out. me, man. That's fun. I fucking hope you own a hundred tattoo shops in three years. And on TV. I don't know, man. I, I'm not trying to do all that. I just want to make You're cool. definitely talented enough. Tats. Thank you, buddy. And uh, even some of the very first tattoos you've done are the ones that I get commented on all the time, which is my shins. Yeah, dude. Rockles. I did a bunch of shit on you, like, years yeah. and years. Like, I've been tattooing, like, 12 years now. Yeah. So, like, that's crazy. I was tattooing, like, almost day one. Mm-hmm. Day one, homie. All right. That's the chat show this week. Thank you guys for hanging out. And I'll see you next week. Later. Adukin.